0: Hi there, this is Elliot. Before we get to the episode, just a quick word. The next few episodes are going to focus on some new page thought leadership. And while there'll be tons of information in these new episodes, I encourage you to visit paths.page.org. That's P A T H S.page.org. There you'll find progression paths and a host of new resources that are designed to help CCOs step up and lead in brand new ways. With that, here's the episode. As communicators, we're always focused on our stakeholders, how to understand them, engage with them, inspire them or move them to action. Because people's lives are increasingly digital and so many of the ways we reach them are digital as well, there's a world of new opportunities to better understand people as unique individuals, to meet them where they are online and to deepen our engagement with them in meaningful and measurable ways. This is the beginning of the era of what Page calls ComTech. It's a term derived from marketing's MarTech, which is a data-driven approach to designing customer journeys and moving customers along those paths towards an outcome. Now, in the case of marketing, that outcome is usually ringing the cash register. But as Paige argues in the CCO's Paysetter, ComTech can help us drive a variety of other outcomes, and communicators must adopt the same tools and techniques for engaging stakeholders of all kinds. Today, we're bringing you one example of ComTech from Mitsubishi Heavy Industries. The company set out a few years ago to introduce their brand globally, position themselves as thought leaders in the industries that they serve, and to use data and marketing techniques to deliver real business value. We're about to hear from Dan Lockman, the company's global head of communications. He spoke at the Page Annual Conference in September and shared a story about how he and his team are using Comtech and the results they're seeing by doing so. I'm Elliot Mizrahi, and this is The New CCO.
1: Okay. So hi everyone. Um, I just like to give you a story, maybe the first slide, uh, of our journey into launching Compec at MHI. Um, the slides, if on, you can see on the first page, um, our launch vehicle. So we build a lot of different things. I'll show you in a minute what we build, but this is one of the most exciting ones, which is, the H2B rocket, which resupplies the International Space Station. And we launched, well, we were meant to launch one, but it's uh, been a little little bit delayed last week. Um, And our astronauts up there are waiting for their um, different things that they like, like their ramen and their uh, mice and their research equipment and all of that different stuff. But what I'm gonna talk about today is how to deliver value to a company. And this is something that I started to look at because I was very confused as to how to communicate the value of a complex and diverse company like MHI. So many of you may not know who we are, but we are a a large company. We have 300 group companies uh, worldwide. We have 81,000 employees. We're a $40 billion company. And the problem with this is that we have 500 products. Now, one of those products is that rocket that you just saw, right? So you can imagine just the diversity of the things that we do. So power systems, that's the energy industry. That's an entire industry in itself. Industry and infrastructure, that that contains a number of different industries, shipping, auto, uh, metals, um, chemical plants, all these different things, trains that you guys get on in the airports here in the US between uh, between the different gates. Uh, aircraft, defense and space. So a new airplane coming out next year, which will be serviced here in the US in 2022. We bought the Bombardier CRJ program just uh, two months ago. Um, And so this is a very large company. And to try and communicate that in a uh, cohesive way that shows some sort of value at the top, but also is relevant to the people who are actually buying the products at the bottom, was a big issue. So what we did was to look at what the business strategy is, translate that into a brand strategy, and then push that down through what I call the Rencon model. This is a model which is based on a lotus root. Have you, do you like Japanese food? Well, you probably know that little disc that you sometimes get served with holes in it, right? That's called a rencon or a lotus root. And what we try to do is to connect two different types of funnels uh, in terms of sales funnels. So at the top, you have... Dan is
0: showing a slide here that can probably be best described as a combination of a communication strategy and a marketing funnel. At the top of the funnel is brand and communication strategy, which are functions of reputation. These are categorized in the slide as business strategy, who the company is and what it does. The next level down in the funnel is labeled corporate marketing in service of the first few stages of a typical marketing funnel, awareness, understanding and interest. This stage in the journey is labeled content and storytelling, clearly the work of communicators. From there the funnel gets into specific product marketing, driving decision and action by highlighting the company's industry solutions.
1: So at the top you have this reputational uh, marketing, corporate marketing. And at the bottom, you have product marketing. And in the middle, you have this Rencon, which is basically ComTech. How do you channel people through a journey, if they're interested in the energy transition, through a journey where you're starting to talk about decarbonization? And how do you eventually get them down into a product like a gas turbine or an offshore wind turbine or something like that, which they're actually going to buy in the end? and also increase the reputation of the company along the way. So this is the model that we took. And you can see in the middle there, those industry solution things. Um, And that is really where you're talking about big themes. And that's why communicators are really good at this. Because we're talking about things like the energy transition or urbanization or the future of aerospace. And marketers don't tend to think in those types of ways. They think more about the product, the RFP, which is great, and that's, that's what they should be doing. But communicators now have a role to play in actually looking at the larger issues, but then connecting it to a product. So you're building both the reputation and revenue at the same time. So if that looks at, in terms of an actual platform, what you're really doing is getting more and more sophisticated as you're going down this funnel. You're starting with, this is PR, right? This is communications earned media coverage, display ads. Then you're going into SEM, SEO, paid organic social media partnerships, native ads. You're starting to capture people's interest. And then you're going down into blogs. We have our own called Spectra, which is a online media. Please go to Spectra and check it out. And then you're going further down into the website, for example, into mhi.com or into a landing page which is actually set up on HubSpot for you to enter your information to download a very valuable report or white paper on, for example, I'll show you later, but the future of hydrogen or the future of oil and gas. And then once you're getting down to the bottom, you're actually showing the nurturing and remarketing. And this is, we're definitely not finished with this. We've just started. So right now what we're trying to develop is the actual nurturing and remarketing of the uh, audiences based on their particular interests. So why ComTech, not MarTech? And a really very simple thing to say. ComTech is starting further up the road. You're starting much further up the road. You're talking about the energy transition or you're talking about urbanization. You're talking about health, something which is a very large issue, which is much further up the conversation than a usual marketer would start. They would usually already know who the customer is. They would talk to that customer about a specific um, solution. Um, But what we're saying is that the customer is also interested in talking about thought leadership, which is a communications issue. And then you're moving through marketing, and depending on whether this is actually sales related or not, I'll give you a couple of case studies which aren't sales related, you're moving into sales. So that's why it's ComTech. Um, MarTech also exists at the same time they coexist. Uh, it's not a replacement. So why thought leadership is important is because this study, which was done this year by Edelman and LinkedIn, purely to B2B companies, showing the impact of thought leadership. So 61% of high value decision makers, those are director level or above, are more willing to pay a premium to work with an organization that has articulated a clear vision versus one that does not publish thought leadership. 58% thought thought leadership directly led decision makers to award business to an organization, 58%. So if you're basically ignoring the Upstream message and going straight into the marketing you're ignoring a huge percentage of high-level decision-makers who want to hear from us and With micro targeting you can now have very small audiences Who are very targeted and you know exactly who you want to talk to and you can deliver this content directly to them This one is a reputation issue. We have a plane which is delayed as all new planes are It's the first time a non-US or European company has made a globally available plane, um, and it's called the Space Jet, was at this point called the Mitsubishi Regional Jet. And we had just announced the fifth delay to this, and we knew that customers would be upset. Of course they'd be upset. We have 500 orders for the plane. Those customers would be upset. So what we did was directly targeted those people, so you can see. There's really only about 500 people that we wanted to talk to. We reached 96% of those people with a message saying, it's coming, it's coming. We did that through sponsored content, sponsored email, email marketing, account-based IP targeted display ads, those types of ComTech systems that drove into a digital hub with the content, which was not by the plane, it was, we're making progress, trust us, and that's a communications message. In the industry vertical obviously oil and gas is one of our largest businesses what we decided to do working with this business unit was to produce an oil and gas outlook um, basically saying that we have a point of view on the oil and gas industry uh, from now to 2040. We targeted that at a number of different uh, target companies um, and we got 1,900 qualified leads from this one program. And the program itself only cost about $80,000. So you can imagine the impact that that has when you explain that to the head of the business. Just this week, um, there is a big conference called GasTech. We ran a separate program targeting new business meetings in the real world. So you remember that previous slide I showed you where you have online world, real world going into sales. We now have 30 business meetings that week as a result of these types of programs. And then the final one is um, a real thought leadership classic. The future of the world will depend on how clean we can make our energy. And there are all sorts of other issues, but energy security decarbonization is one of the very, very biggest. Hydrogen is... The holy grail again in that area as is nuclear fusion but hydrogen is one area which has zero emissions it just emits water so but there is no infrastructure right now for hydrogen but we want to be seen as being a thought leader in this space so that when it comes the time we will get the phone call from that 58 percent of decision makers who listen to thought leadership We now have 3,869 qualified leads. Those mean they're not just anyone, they're from the target list. 5,000 new contacts, 8,000 page views, and a CPL of $21, which is incredibly low. About five times lower than the usual LinkedIn CPL. So you can see that this doesn't cost money, but has huge impact. So just to finish off, First of all, the reputation and the revenue piece, the corporate brand and the solutions and products, they, work, they should work together. And that means communications, working with marketing, and it means that we have to be aware of revenue as well as reputation. Leveraging the power of digital to mar- micro target for a company like ours, we're not trying to be mass. I mean, I know a lot of you are being mass in B2C companies, um, but we know who we want to speak to and they're a very specific audience. And we can show our CEO afterwards, well, the Ed Bastian, the CEO of, this is a real story of Delta Airlines, has spent two and a half minutes on this particular page of this article in our MRJ website. And you can't say that with the Wall Street Journal. Um, You provide value to audience. So that's valuable, quality, relevant content. It's worth mentioning, if you do this badly also, it's a massive risk. So it needs to be done very, very well. Otherwise, you will lose credibility as well. So there is a risk there. Build loyalty through nurturing. So I talked about how we're now doing a nurturing program. But how do you actually then make those people believers in your company? And that's really the most difficult part that we're now looking at um, as a whole. Be where your customers are so there are lots of embassies on the on the on the internet Uh, where do your customers actually sit there's no point in going through wired magazine if you're trying to sell candy Uh, it doesn't work so if you're trying to sell gas turbines you probably don't want to advertise in you know people (laughs) Um, and then lastly and this is the most important thing digital marketing gives CCOs a seat at the table. I wrote this before ComTech was even a thing, so forgive me, but ComTech gives CCOs a seat at the table. We keep talking about how do we get a seat at the table, how do we get a seat at the table. I thought the C-suite panel that we had yesterday kind of brought that very much to life. Be specific, where's the revenue? What is this business, please, business? Not like, ooh, we're gonna talk about a narrative. What are we actually doing? And this is specific and it has numbers. It drives business outcomes, and it also increases reputation.
0: For more on ComTech, please check out our new report, the CCO's Paysetter, at page.org. We've also created what we call progression paths that offer concrete guidance on how to transform the communications function. You can find that in the report, as well as on a microsite at paths.page.org, where you'll also find a diagnostic tool to help show you where you are in that journey. Special thanks go to Morning Consult and to Rivet Smart Audio, our podcast sponsors. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The New CCO.